welcome to the Save Point Podcast, episode 14. Uh, I am Dan, joined here by Steve and Jesus. How's it going, guys? Wonderful. Doing fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Sound less it's enthusiastic. Been, uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> I want Jesus to sound less enthusiastic. Can you, hey, can you I, di- I've, I've been playing games and editing. Dial it down. I've got to get some content out there for everyone. Dial it down. You're too excited. <laughs> hey, remember, this is also the guy that didn't want to appear on camera when we when we were doing Twitch. So we just put a picture of Jesus going with his arms up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is the voice of Jesus. That's all you need. That's all you need. That was the voice. I think that was hilarious. We got so many comments on that. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got hey, so, to love it. So... Um, just as, before we begin everything, just want to, uh, thank everybody for listening and, and downloading this, this episode. Um, we are just doing wonderful. We love the feedback. We love what people are, that people are actually listening to us because we actually do have downloads. So we just thank our fans that are out there. Uh, join our discord. Uh, it, like I say on every uh, episode, it is, the link is right there where you're downloading it at on iTunes or Google or Spreaker or Spotify, wherever it is. Uh, you're going to be you'll be able to find that that uh, download code or that download link for our Discord, um, or even just go to Podbean.com, our, our host site, and our you know um, you will have that link for us there. Um, I uh, talked about it last week. Uh, we want to promote up these guys because uh, I feel that this is a great other podcast to listen to, and that's a podcast about something. Um, joining them, uh, I joined them for their second part of the. Uh, retro gaming aspect and the or the gaming through time aspect uh, shows series that they're doing. I uh, had a great time for the second part, and uh, we'll be recording the third part coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, so please check them out. Uh, they're great, great podcasts. Um, and you guys have your own podcast also too. You guys have other ones that you work on. So Steve, why don't you why don't you remind everybody what the other one that you're on? Yeah, sure. Um, if people like science or science fiction. You can check out the Science Faction Podcast at sciencefactionpodcast.com. We talk about science and science fiction every week. Science for half the show, science fiction for the other half. And uh, it's a good time. It's good fun. You learn something and you have some fun. That's that's what we're all about. I second that. <laughs> Thank you. And then, uh, Steve, you actually joined uh, Jesus on one of his podcasts as a guest. I certainly did. Uh, right. Oh, and yeah. Jesus, what, what's yours called again? Okay, if you guys want to have some fun listening to random guests from all around the world in different spots, you can join me and my guests on the Convoluted Podcast, where we learn about every person and their unique interests, their their backgrounds, and, well, you know, we, we get to hear a fun story, and Steve knows that those stories are very enjoyable to share, and we play <laughs> some games, too. It was nuts, man. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I really, if, if people like either of our personalities, go check out that show. It was like what two hours of chatting with just uh, all kinds of nonsense. It was great. It was a lot of fun. No, yeah, it's it's, it's a very fun time uh, talking with random people. And uh, I'm looking forward to trying to get Dan here to appear in an episode. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll be joining you. Just, you just got to let me know when and, and I'll make sure I'm there. All right. So look forward to that, guys. But, that's, you know, let's, let's talk some video games. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, just uh, just before we get into that, as, as you guys can see, this uh, podcast community is, is, is awesome. So we don't just uh, we don't just have the, I don't think there's this competition of, of, you know, just listen to ours. Don't listen to anybody else's. You know, go find other podcasts out there and, and to be a part of the community, I think, is awesome. So um, 
So thank you guys for uh, for plugging yours and, and check them out because they are some great podcasts. There are some great episodes on there. Um, but yeah, video games, absolutely. Um, I mean, where, what, where do we want to step in? Because I think there's um, that one game that we talked about in, in our last episode. Um, and, you know, obviously that's what Steve and I, I think, can say have been playing. I know, Jesus, you've been playing something different. Um, yeah, but I don't know, Steve. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start on what's your? I'll, I'll start with you. What What was your What was your thought going into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and what is your thought now about it? Uh, my thought going into Assassin's Creed Odyssey was, "Damn, this is taking a long time to download." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a big game. That's a pretty big game. Um, it is. And then, uh, and then hopping into it, you know, Assassin's Creed games always start out slow. They always, they kind of have this, this nice ramp build up thing. Um, and this one is no different. They, uh, and so, um, you know, hopping into it, I knew that I wasn't going to like hop in and just start assassinating people left and right, but hopping straight in, straight into the battle of 300 of, uh, Thermopylae with, uh, Leonidas. That was baller. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, and then after that, you know, get some story, you pull back, and then the world slowly starts to unfold with your, um, with your chosen character of Cassandra or Alexios. Who's playing Alexios? I don't think anybody's playing that one. I've seen zero about the male character. Have you guys seen anything about the male character? I actually, my one buddy, he is playing as Alexios. Uh huh. Um, and I was listening to a review. Uh, about it and i don't know if it was a review or preview but this one guy played it and his best line for it was alexios always looks like he's looking at something either far off in the distance or he has something in his eye <laughs> okay <laughs> okay and so i kind of went into it i'm like okay i want to see if this guy is true and uh-huh. so i had my i was watching my buddy play and i'm like oh my god it really does look like he's looking far off in the distance or he has something in his eye <laughs> that's that's messed up yeah, it is. It's like it's like once somebody pointed that out, I'm like, holy shit! You can see it. Um, but um, so uh, he, I want to cut you off, but with me, I actually started as Alexios, and I ended up getting it on the Xbox. Um, I ended up purchasing nice. a, a copy, uh, and I got it on the Xbox. Um, and then my one buddy uh, who has. Uh, other connection says, Hey, here, and he gives me basically a code, and it's the PlayStation 4 version of it. Wow. So awesome like, buddies. So, yeah. I, and I'm like, Well, I mean, I loved it. I'm like, You know, thank you so much. You know, I, I don't want to, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth or anything. Uh, so I'm like, Okay, I got two copies of this. And I'm like, You know, one, I wish I had the physical copy, or I wish I had like a digital copy that I could then give away the Xbox one, but I'm like, I've already put everything in mm-hmm. and all of that. And, you know, there's there's a way that I couldn't give away the one that he gave me. Okay. You know, I, I couldn't give that code away. Sure. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, so I downloaded it and I'm thinking, okay, you know what I'll do? I'll do a comparison of where it runs better. There you go. That's uh, good. You okay. know, um, and so I did that and I can say, I feel that 
the Xbox looks smoother, but I think the PlayStation runs better. Like like more FPS Wait, or something? Do do you you have the Pro, right? Yes, I have, okay. I have the Xbox One X and I have the Pro. All right. Um, so like it felt it felt like I like when you would stop in the Xbox One is like you would pop into like the texture. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, um. I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know how to describe it. It just, it didn't seem, seem like it synced up, okay. you know, like my eyes were diverting or it just was weird trying to watch it. But then I go to the PlayStation one and I'm like, why does this look so much smoother? Oh, okay. Okay. I'm starting to get what you're trying to say. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like, it's rough around the edges on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on top of that though, the games look absolutely gorgeous. Like it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, like, I started as Alexios, and then I'm like, you know what? On the PlayStation, I'm going to play as Cassandra. And then if I need to, I'll go back and forth and, you know, try to remember what I made some choices on, this, on one end and then try to maybe do the other choices on the other end if I wanted to play it both times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized, holy shit, this is a huge game. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to play it twice. No, 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 thank you. It's too, it's too huge. It's it. It is an enormous game. It is so chock full of content and things to do. It's 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 an RPG, right? This is this is Assassin's Creed the RPG is what this is. It's not it 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 takes what what Origins did and it evolves it another step in that direction, and I think that's fine. We we've had so many versions or kind of. Uh, I'm not going to say copies, but a lot of the previous Assassin's Creed games kind of felt like copy paste, right? It's the same kind of gameplay, just a different location. New skin. Yeah, new skin, you know, that kind of stuff. And while they were yeah. good games, right? Like if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Like those were good games and we all enjoyed them. Um, at a certain point, it just gets stale. And so it's nice to see that they've, they, they went out on the ledge for Origins and now they've, they've kind of evolved that even more for Odyssey. And, uh, and while it doesn't, it doesn't drip Assassin's Creed, like there are no assassins and there's no creed. <laughs> um, yeah. still it has that same gameplay vibe and it's still a world that I want to be in and it's RPG light. Like I can, I can dig my teeth into a, into a RPG and just, you know, role play the hell out of it. And this one, you just, you back way off. It's, it's light. It's fun. There are a couple of choices here and there. Um, I just got to my first quick time choice where it was like there was dialogue happening and all of a sudden you had two choices and there's a timer just going like just going down real fast. And I was like, Oh geez, I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, and so that was fun. So it's still surprising. There's still new things kind of popping up. Uh, it's, it's a fun game. I've, I've put, I, I just saved it a few minutes ago. Um, and I think I'm at 13 hours I've put in, I've put into it now and I just got to the, End of chapter two, which was an achievement that popped up said chapter two. So whatever that means. Um, and now okay. I feel like, I feel like the game just started. It feels like the first, like the first quest that, that the main character was sent on was just completed. And so it's unlocked all the little things that you need to know how to do along the way. And now you've killed a, a significant person. And now it's like, all right, now the world opens up. Like you've done one of each of all the little things. Now the world is full of them. And when you zoom out on the map, I've been to like five to 10% of the map. Like it's just the little bit in the corner. And there's still like you zoom out and you go, whoa, there's like 
12 more islands and a bunch more water. There's, there's so much more. I felt like what I've just played, like if, if it had, if it had been like a $3 game, I would have felt good about it. You know, like I just, I just mm-hmm. like had a solid, good 15 hour of gameplay. It was a good story. Like it got to a nice, you know, ending where like, okay, you, you killed the, the, a person at the end of the story. Like that felt good. Like if the credits rolled and I had only spent like 30 bucks, I'd be like, that was, I would have felt fine with that. And I look at it yeah. and, and I spent 60 and I still have 90% of the game to play. It's insane. It's crazy. Yep. I, I agree with you on, on a whole bunch of those, uh, and disagree disagree with you on, on one little thing. Oh, what's that? Um, um, I think that you're saying that it's a full blown RPG. I think it's a full blown RPG. That's light. I said, well, I said RPG light, but, Oh, you did. So oh, yeah, okay. I think um, we agree on these points. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, the, the funny thing about this is that I was, I was looking at it and it's like, okay, how do I describe this? How do I describe this Assassin's Creed game? And I kept saying, this Assassin's Creed game, this Creed game, this Assassin game. I think you could literally take the Assassin's Creed moniker off of that and call it something completely different, and it would work. It would, and nobody would have bought it. Like it, like this yeah, game. If you would have called this game the Spartan, and and had the rest of the game exactly the same, it would have been just as an, as awesome a game, and nobody would have picked it up. Everyone like, what is this? The brand name recognition is what did it for this game. That, that, Absolutely, you know, yeah. Um, but no, I agree with you. I think um, I remember looking at the map, and you know, it's like the first time that you hit it, so you can pull it out, and you know, it's like you know, because that's one of the first things I want to do in an Assassin's Creed game is I want to see how big the map is, mm-hmm. you know, how much are they showing to me, you know, where can I go, you know, do I have to go to viewpoints to undo? Because I forgot which one it was. I think it was the second one where it's like it didn't unsync the area until you went to the sync point to unsync it. You know, or, or something like that, or you had to progress in the story. So there was like part oh. of the city that you couldn't go into. Was, yeah, they were until you got to that part of the story. Yeah, it was blocked um, off. Yeah, yeah. So like this, everything looks that it's completely open and you can go to it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. It looks like a big map, but it's a PlayStation Four. It's an Xbox One game. You know, it's a PC game. It's like, oh, okay. You know, I, you know, I thought, okay. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, then you start traveling it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, from here to here, it's 2,000 meters. And you're like, I went an inch on the screen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, like, that's when I really kind of realized the scale of the game. Yeah. Um, and then, once again, too, is the, and, and I talked about this with Spider-Man, is that it didn't seem like you could go walk really far in a straight line. Like, you can but then the sheer thought of being able to just rise and go mm-hmm. higher up. Yeah. And there's where the scale really comes into this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's the, the game is, is so, it, it's just so fucking gorgeous. <laughs> it's it really, really is. It's really good. Uh, uh, from the blue ocean to when the sunset goes down to when you're sailing and it's nighttime and you're going into a port you see all the fire that's ah, going on. And then, yeah. you know, you can climb up on a statue and you see the flowers that are all over the place and the foliage. And it just, it is so well put together as far as the color palette. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to explore. Yep. Um, the yeah. only, the only downside to it is I hate the damn wolves. <laughs> There's wolves everywhere. There's so many there wolves. There's wolves everywhere. 
I wonder well, how I, historical I, that was or how as historical that is. I don't know. I, I just don't know, but it's like, I know that there's been times I've gone up to a fort or I've gone up to a, a camp and I'm like, okay, I want to sneak in somewhere here. And it's like, okay, run away, find the damn wolf and then come back <laughs> because there's two or three of them that are going to fuck me up, you know, trying to, trying to figure this out. Yeah. Um, some of the surprises in the story are just absolutely, I, I love it. Uh, you know, from, uh, from, you know, ending of the act one or chapter one, and then the reveal of the other thing that happens, obviously we're really trying not to give any spoilers. Yeah. Out. It's too good. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. It's too good. Yeah. It's too good of a game to spoil. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just in the beginning of the game, before you even really get into the, the meat of it, you have two huge things that kind of happen. I would even say you could probably throw a third thing in there that happens. <laughs> uh, I, you're I, just like, holy shit. I, I have to say I was not expecting the flashbacks. And so, cause you, no, me either. yeah, you, you go into the game and you've, and you've got this person that you're playing as and, and you know, there's a lot of dialogue and you're learning who this person is and, and blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly you, you get these flashbacks of uh, Cassandra or Alexios, depending on how you choose, chose to play, of their childhood. And you're like, oh, like this is, this game is really about this person, like intensely about this person. And then the flashbacks, like there's this nice long flashback. I was like, okay, that's cool. But then they keep doing it and they keep like filling in little gaps of the story. And, and there's, you know, uh, several flashbacks. And then a crazy thing happens in one of the flashbacks. You're like, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. Um, going back to, to the scale of it real quick, I realized, um, that the, the scale of the game, because you can have, you can have a very large map and have it be empty, right? Like we've all experienced games like that where you go like, Oh wow, this is big. And you get out there and you're like, there's nothing here. Like I'm traveling in a car or a horse for miles and there's nothing around. Um, but so scale wise, when I first realized like, oh, they're going for like an epic scale is the first cave that I went into. And I don't remember which one it was, but it was on the first, the, that first island that you start on. And there, like I was running around because I was like, oh, I'm just going to run around, explore, find all the question marks, you know, see what all these things are. Is that the, the one game. where you have to dive into the pond? Yes. Or you actually go through the, okay. Yeah. So you, yeah, you dive down and it's like, okay, here's like a little pond and there's like some treasure and you're like, cool. But then you can dive under and I was like, oh, there's a whole underground area. And then that goes through and you swim through this tunnel and you then there's this cave system. And I was like, where is this? This is huge. Like I was not expecting this from like a little pond. And this isn't part of the main quest. This wasn't even part of a side quest. This was a thing that I found as I was traveling around. Ah, just too cool. Too cool. And yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so there, yeah. there's one, one part of the game where it is, um, it's introducing you to one of the c- gameplay concepts, which is there are points on the map where there is a large battle and you can choose kind of which side to play on and you get rewards uh, uh, according to which side you join. And so the first time the game does this, it's part of the main story arc. So it's like, okay, you do this, do this, do this. Okay, next thing you do is you go here and you do this battle. I'm like, okay, cool. I go there and I die. I'm like, all right, well, I'm the same level as everyone else. So like I died really quick. I try this again. Died, died, died. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? And then a little thing came up like, oh, maybe you should level up some more. And I was like, I guess I need to level up some more. So I was already at level 10 and that area, I believed maxes out at level 10. So I was like, how do I, how do I get higher? And then, so I'm looking around the map. I'm like, okay, every um, area, it's similar to origins. There are big chunks uh, of of landmass that have um, level ranges on them. 
And so I was like, okay, in a game like this, you'll have like, you know, zero to five, five to 10, 10 to 15, or, you know, it'll, there'll be all these ranges. And so it kind of shows you like the natural progression of where you're supposed to go in the world. Great. So I looked yep. for the next area that I should go to. So I went there, started doing quests there. And I was like, uh, you know, I feel like I need to go back and finish that thing because that was part of the main quest. And I feel like things are not happening correctly where I'm at. Like I'm at a place where I shouldn't be yet. I just kind of had that feeling. Yeah. And then, and I don't know if this is just me or if it was the game, but I felt like I was not gaining XP the way I was before. Like it was gating me or giving me less or something because I wasn't supposed to be there yet. And I got a bunch of gear way above my level. I got level 13, I think up to 15 and I'm level 10 or at that point I was level, I was 11 and I was trying to get up to 12. Yeah. I was halfway between 11 and 12 and I was like, all right, I should go back and, and try that, that big battle again, I guess. Cause I'm not really making any progress where I'm at. So I go back, I have to try it like three or four times. And I think the, the main problem was that I wasn't, it, it's, it was, it's not a boss fight, but it's like an endurance battle where you, yes. you have to, you kill and then you, I mean, you have to like, you know, kill and kill and kill and kill and kill and survive. And like, I didn't know if I was waiting for like a boss to show up or if I was looking for someone specific to kill or if there was like a special number. Like it didn't quite tell you exactly what it wanted. And then finally I was just playing. I was like, I'm just going to endurance this and just stay alive as, as long as I can. And so I started doing that. And playing it like super safe and doing a lot of blocking instead of attacking and, and that kind of stuff. And so I started killing things. And then I noticed at the top of the screen, there's these two meters that are slowly shrinking that are like, they're kind of like the, the amount of people in the battle, but I think they're yep. also timed. Like they're not going to just throw up like a big, like five minutes, you know, fight, but instead they're these little meters. And so it's kind of a timed fight, like a survive as long as you can situation. Um, but anyways, I ended up doing it and I was like, ah, this feels better. <laughs> like I get it. Mm-hmm. After, after that Did one fight, I was like, was that? Did you have to fight a mercenary inside the, the conquest battle? Uh, no, I didn't. Did you had a mercenary show so, up? Yeah. So like I, um, I don't know how it happened in my game, but you know, the whole mercenary like thought thing and you know, the bounty thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People put bounties on you and, and then mercenaries come after you and there's this whole list of mercenaries sure. that you can kill them and you can work your way up. Yeah. So like I was walking around and I was exploring and I found three mercenaries that didn't have a bounty on me yet, but they're mercenaries. Like you can discover them. Yeah. Oh yeah. I found okay. a few of those too. Yeah. So, and then I had one and I'm like, and I saw him in the distance and I'm like, oh shit, I'm not going to go near him. I don't feel like trying to fight him. Well, I was on one side and he was on the other and he showed up in the conquest battle. So I had to, he, I, yeah, he found me in it or he was a part of the other army. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't even know that was possible. (laughs) Yeah. So like out of nowhere, like it was funny out of nowhere, I was, you know, fighting or whatever. And I got about two thirds of the way down. I'm thinking, okay, cool, whatever. And then he, there's an animation and he shows and he points at me. And he starts coming and attacking me like, there's my bounty. No way. Yeah. So, I mean, just just the thought process, I think, that they actually put into these mechanics is is great. And Mm -hmm. and, um, like I said, if if and I agree with you, if you if we if there wasn't the Assassin's Creed title in front of it, Mm -hmm. I don't think it would sell Mm -mm. as well as it did. Nope. Or well as it is. Yeah. Um, 
but to have the Assassin's Creed to it, uh, I, I love it. Um, it's it's one that's very engaging. I haven't stopped playing it all week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been, I, I just can't wait to just advance the story more. You know, and, yeah. and just really kind of figure out what's going to happen at the end of this. This is this so, is definitely a game where I'm going to struggle between wanting to rush through the story just because I want to experience it, and to stop and look at the world and explore and find things. I have have you seen the the Snake Temple yet? No, not yet. Okay. Oh yes, yes I have. Okay. <laughs> yes, I have. When I came across that, I was like what is this? This is amazing. Like there are so many little things tucked away in the game. I just want to explore, you know, but I also want to, I want to find out what happens in the story. And a game hasn't done this for me in a while. And origins didn't origins. Didn't the the world didn't make me want to explore it. I wanted to do the story and I would have, I played a whole bunch of the game and I went after all the little icons on the, on the map, but I didn't want to just wander around. You know, I I was, I was fine fast traveling around this game. I just kind of want to wander around and see what I can find. And that's pretty cool. Or I think the last part, and then we'll get to Jesus because, you know, Jesus has just been listening to us ramble about this. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, are you still up? Are you still there? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I've right. been enjoying everything you guys have been listening to or talking about. Uh, um, I think um, the best way to describe Origins comparison to Odyssey is that Origins was, was two things that Ubisoft did. One, it was the experiment of will an Assassin's Creed game work in a, as an RPG? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was the main thing. The second thing was we have 25 ideas for this. And Origins, we're going to give them five. Mm. Okay. We're going to hold off on the other 20. We're not going to play our cards. So now in a, in Odyssey, if they've had 25, I think they've played 15. <laughs> for sure. Because I'm wondering what then the next one's going to be. Because they're seeing that this RPG element is working. Mm-hmm. So how much further are they going to push with different things? So it makes me really kind of interested in the next one. And I think that that's a true calling to an Assassin's Creed game and to really kind of any game that's established a series franchise is if I'm playing this, I still want to play the current game I'm at. But what am I looking for for the next one? Yeah. where Are they setting up any clues for the next one because I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the next one. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, I think it's, it's gotten its mojo back. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think Assassin's Creed has found something that's working for them. Um, it's something that I haven't felt for an Assassin's Creed game since I played the second one uh, wow. with, with Ezio. Yeah. Ezio Antore di Farenzi. Actually, his name. Uh, you know, makes me want to make love. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, that is, that, if that wasn't an, if that's not a video game character name, that is the best porn name ever. You know, <laughs> who yeah. is this guy? Ezio the Torre. Ezio. It's me, Ezio. But I mean, it's it's when I would play the second one. It was it was the I, I I want this story to continue. I want this world to continue. I want to stay in Italy. I want to stay in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, I want to stay in this element of this type of of, of Assassin's Creed. It's not stale for me anymore. It, it's it's alive and vibrant again. Yeah. So speaking of alive and vibrant and and resurrection, we'll talk to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Best segue uh, ever. Yes. Uh, but no, Jesus, uh, uh, you were not with us last week uh, uh, for whatever was going on, but you're here back with us. Uh, and you've been playing a game. Um, why don't you, since Steve and I kind of have taken up the task, what, 25 minutes or something like that? Why don't you... Uh, why don't you talk about what you've been playing and uh, and what you thought of, of this game. And uh, um, just to let you know that we did receive, because uh, we just want to throw this out there, that we did receive a review copy of this game from Ubisoft. So we do want to thank you for them. Uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. Them that. No, yeah. Uh, like, one thing I'll say first is good job, Dan, for putting in the work to, to, to get this. And, uh, yeah, so the game that we got from Ubisoft was Transference. It's a game that came out back in September. And uh, I surprisingly, I, it's one of the first games I've like completely finished in a long time. And it was surprisingly good. I remember Wasn't when... Wasn't this the game that Elijah Wood came out on E3 yes. and talked about? Yes, yes. This is like oh. one of the, that game that kind of just was so obscure the the trailer and uh, the the opening act I would say so and there was really nothing uh, said afterwards after that and the game itself was um, the best way I can describe it it's one of these um, like walking simulators with puzzles and uh, a very <laughs> a very deep story uh, I'm I'm currently working on a review for it but. I don't know. It's it's one of the few games I wish I set up my VR headset because this game you kind of want to be involved in the world. It's okay. It's very. What, what, what can you what can you tell us about the game without spoiling anything? <sighs> or is that is that the hard part about trying to describe the game? It's it's a little hard because it's very story driven. Okay. Um, because that this game is. Like it can be a very interesting film, the way it's uh, done. Can you? Uh, what, what's what's the premise of it? Like, what what do you start as? Like, who are you? So, so you 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 play as actually it's hard to tell who you play as sometimes because it feels sometimes. So there's a, a family of three. You're, there's the father, the son, and the mother, and uh, the the father develops this technology to kind of kind of like download the conscience i would say uh and you're kind of in this weird strange simulation and you're jumping between kind of these different simulations or these worlds so you're just jumping back and forth from uh from uh plane to plane and it's it's you 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 kind of get a different perspective from different characters and uh, and as you progress through the story, the the you get to learn more of what's happening, how things got so bad, and how things are trying to get fixed. Hmm. I know it sounds really obscure, but it's it's hard. You're just to trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. How can I? Let me ask this. Yeah. Can you describe your first five minutes with the game? You you boot it up and like what do you see? What's how does this game world introduce itself to you? So when you first when I first boot up the game, you look at this apartment building 
I I do the 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 walk around to see the world. Like I said, this this game is will is really good for VR because you can look at the world. So I kind of wish I did. And you just kind of walk. You walk around. You try to do your first puzzle. Uh, they they did a good job on puzzles here. I, I kind of got frustrated a couple times, but it's the way these puzzles are designed. If you just kind of take a moment and sit back, you can uh you can solve them fairly easily. They're not too difficult, but uh some some more frustrated people will kind of have a hard time. But uh, it has it has some horror elements to it. I didn't I did get spooked a few times. <laughs> I'm I am glad I did not have my VR headset on. I would have yeah I would have been freaking out. It's this game is is one of those games I'm glad I played during the the day. If I was playing at night and with the mm. lights off, it w- it would have been creeping me out. It it does a really good job with uh, the score, the audio. It, it kind of gives you that that feeling of uh, surprisingly nostalgia sometimes, uh, of fear, and they, they did a good job on that point. Good awesome. deal. Awesome. Is this so, so? How far did you say you've already finished it? Is it <laughs> okay? So yeah, it's a it's a fairly short game. I, I'm I'm surprised I finished it in one go. I was gonna stream the whole thing through and through and uh i was like i was prepared to like okay i'm gonna go through one chapter Mm -hmm. then probably tomorrow i'll do the next and i went through the entire thing just got just in just shy of two hours okay yeah is it 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 sounds like it it might be like a like an experience more than a game like i know like it's obviously a game it's on a game console all that but if you were to like play it over can you do things differently? Are there different options, different things to explore? Is there replayability in the game? The only other thing I would would want me to go back is trying to collect all the the voice logs and the 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 video logs. That's okay. kind of it, really, just collectibles. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. that's a, kind of about it. Besides that, you'll pretty much get the same straight story and puzzles. Are you sure? I, I I'm <laughs> not sure. Okay. I might. I I was actually thinking of doing it a second go, but with the headset. Okay. Because I kind of I kind of want to do experience with with it because, like I said, it, I this game is kind of built for that in a sense, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I'll get a little bit more deeper into it, and uh, probably get more spooked. And yeah. it, it is that it is that month for that. Well, um, I think the other thing too is that if you also. Um, look at the retail price of it you can probably tell about you know the length that he has so it's retailing right now at only 25 dollars, 24.99 or at least on steam it's 24.99 um so obviously you know you are going to probably have either um um a shorter game or a a different development cycle of a game for for something that's going to come out at at, at that price point Mm -hmm. um so you know so you would say that it's it's justified being at twenty five dollars instead of a sixty dollar game. If it was a sixty dollar game, you would feel that there should be more content. No, yeah, yeah. For for twenty five, I would have been more accept. That is fair, well acceptable for in my opinion for for this game. Okay. Uh, like I, I would but, say that would be good. Well, that's good. I mean, considering that there's other uh, games out there, <laughs> No Man's Sky, <laughs> that would. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> <laughs> Throwing shade. So, uh, but no, but, yeah. Uh, no, that, that that's awesome. I uh, you're you're in the middle of writing a review though for it, so that should be up uh, for us, you know, fairly, you know, in a couple of a couple of weeks or something like that, or a week or two or something, or whenever you're gonna finish it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a I'll have a like a mini one ready uh, soon, and then I'll try to write up a little bit more proper one. Uh, Sounds good within that time, but I'll I'll Sounds have something good. with by the weekend. But nice. it, but it's if it's a if you're looking for a good kind of immersion simulation game or even not uh, for a little bit of jump scare and a little bit of mystery and all of that you're you're recommending. Oh yes, yes, I do highly recommend this one. This I mean this awesome. just from what I've heard about this game, just real quick, something that's rare that doesn't happen that often is a game that you can consume in one sitting. That's. I mean, yeah. we just talked about no, yeah. uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is going to take us months to finish <laughs> just from the sheer size oh, yeah. of it. And you can't play something like that with somebody like on the couch. Not not like, you know, oh, pass the controllers multiplayer, but just like sometimes people like to sit with you and watch a game like I watch gameplay videos. Would If you sit down for this like two hour experience with uh, transference, if you sit down with a friend or, uh, you know, a significant other or whatever. You're like, Hey, let's, let's experience this thing. You know, it costs 25 bucks. It's either this or go see a movie. And with this, we can, you know, do other things with, you know, we have more control and that kind of stuff. It's just something unique that we just don't see that often anymore in the game space. Uh, and, and that's cool that, um, was it, uh, Spectre vision? I think I saw, um, one yes. of the developers and Ubisoft to a publisher. Um, that's cool that they, that they decided to, to, um, support something like this. That's that's awesome. It's you just absolutely the the rare stuff it, it is kinda, cool. The, the 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 game length also kind of reminds me of the uh, of Dead Cells. Okay, you know, I mean, sure. you know, Dead Cells. You could go through a round like literally. You can go and beat an act, or you can go. I mean, it's made for you to die. I mean, it's it's like you know we we talked about that in a previous episode. You're going to die in it just because you're not powerful enough. You know. And as you start to power power up, you start to keep those things or whatever. Uh, the things that you do get to keep, you know, it makes the the world easier. But you can do a run and you can do a speed run and be done with it in two hours or an hour or whatever, and say, okay, I'm good. I'm good with what I've been able to do for the game right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's pretty cool that you can actually have a an uh, an experience that you can go through two hours, but then you're saying that you can go back and make different choices and see how the actual story changes, which is pretty cool too. So there's there's not just a one playthrough thing. It's a it's a multiple playthrough. So I think that that's pretty cool. Have so, you guys have you guys ever played a game called Psychic Detective? No. No, it doesn't sound familiar. Psychic Psychic Detective, and I just googled it, and I it's it didn't pop up right away. Oh, there it is. Video game, Wikipedia. Is this it? This is totally it. So it's a PS one game, or a, like a PC CD. It looks like. And it was, it was one of those, um, full motion videos, FMV games. Uh, this is, I never had a PlayStation. A buddy of mine had this game. And this is, this is a case of we, you go over to, to a buddy's house and you watch him play or you kind of participate while he plays. And you're just this dorky guy and you just happen to be psychic. And at certain points in the video, you can go into the heads of the other characters and then the video changes to be from their point of view. 
And, mm. and so the, the main character like goes to this party and so you can jump around into different people's heads, but the clock is running the whole time. The, um, like the, the game world continues to go like some, every now and then you get like pulled back into your own body. Cause someone like, you know, bumps into you or whatever. And so like, you know, that when you go into the party, you've got like three minutes to see as much as you can before you're bumped and pulled back into your own body, that kind of thing. And then hmm. when the game's over, and I want to say it was like half an hour, maybe 40 minutes of gameplay. It might have been a whole lot less, and I'm just remembering incorrectly because this was high school when I when I experienced this, which is so many years ago now. Um, uh-huh. and in the end, it was like, here are the choices you made. And you have to like play this messed up chess game with like some weird Russian guy. And like all the pieces <laughs> on the board, it's not chess, but it's whatever, some kind of board thing. All the pieces on the chess board you have to know what they do according to how you experience parts of the world. And so we would go through and then we, we, we didn't understand it. And there was no internet to go like, ask, like, how do you solve this? Like, I'm sure now there's probably walkthroughs and stuff of it. Um, but we were just like, Oh, let's try to move this piece here, that piece there. And then there would be like a little cut scene of like, Oh, you lost because blah, blah, blah. And then it was game over, you know, start again. And then we would just start it up again and make different choices and experience different things. And then one day he was like, we were at school. He's like, Hey man, I was playing psychic detective last night. And I was like, yeah, he's like, Remember at the party how those two people like run off together? I was like, yeah. He's like, I found a way to get in there and you can watch them having sex, man. It's crazy. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, my dad, come over and check it out. I'm totally going to come over and check it out. And I came over to his house and they checked it out. And it was, it was totally lame. It was, it was totally like PG, but you know, anyway, it was, it was hilarious. But yes, yeah, Psychic Detective, it was a PS1 game or a, um, uh, so according to this, I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia. It was released on DOS in 95. Um, PlayStation wow. in 96 and 3DO in 96. <laughs> the 3DO. Yep. So, yeah, that's, I, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm looking at the same Wikipedia page and, uh, it said each, each game generally took about 45 minutes to play, but it had multiple playthroughs required to cover all aspects of the storyline. There you go. Um, the, but while you were talking, I was looking it up and I didn't realize it, but I spelled psychic wrong <laughs> okay. and it auto corrected to psycho, uh, detective. And I found out that by clicking on that, Psycho Detective, there's a Japanese show called Psycho Detective that's out there. So if you want to check that out, go and check that out. <laughs> if you if you want to be on a government like, watch I'm list, like, go ahead. It's fine. It's fun. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm 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 looking through this and I'm like, where in the fuck is he finding this damn game? Because I can't find it. You know, what Wikipedia um, page? And I'm looking, oh, it's psycho detective. I'm like, everything's popping up in Japanese. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so no that actually that sounds pretty pretty cool actually um no i i I actually i'm I'm looking forward to trying to 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 wanting to play it so i actually might pick it up and and experience it myself and all of that um but uh yeah so once again thank you ubisoft for providing the code for us so we can experience it and uh i'm glad that you had a good time with it jesus um to talk about other uh other things and and other where we feel that we are in a different dimension. I'm, I'm doing really good with these transitions into, into so different good. topics, don't oh, you think? So good. Um, <laughs> there is something that was announced uh, that you know people would think that you would have to be in the Twilight Zone for it to actually happen. Um, and that is coming in 2019. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but coming in 2019, uh, you're going to be able to change your name, your PSN name, uh, on PlayStation, um, and this is a huge deal. Like, this is an absolute huge deal, and there's 
there's so many different type of little rules that they're starting to come out with, and I don't even want to try to confuse people with it. But I will talk about uh, just really fast, and then ask you guys a very simple question with it, um, of what you can do and why it was such a big deal. Why Xbox, you're able to do it so easily, but then with PlayStation, you're not. So basically, in Xbox, you have everything tied to your email address. Mm-hmm. So all your purchases through Xbox, your memberships, all of that are all through your email address. And then your your gamer tag, quote unquote, was your nick is your nickname, is what people so people don't have to call you by, you know, your email address. Like, you mm-hmm. know, our, our email address is podcast.savepoint.gmail.com, which feel free to use it and send us any type of questions or concerns that you want if you want to get a hold of us. Send so nudes. podcast.savepoint at gmail.com. But <laughs> Instead of saying that as your gamer tag, you could we can come up with the save point as our as our gamer tag. Now with the PlayStation, all of your stuff was linked to your name, not the email address that you have. Crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yes, yeah, that is so, true. Yeah. So that that's the biggest reason why it's been this, such a big contention of of why do Xbox players get to change this, but PlayStation players have not been able to, and they're saying that. It's only going to take effect and, you know, you get your first one for free and you can revert back to your old name if you want. But and some games um, will not recognize the new change if it, you know, and, and, and just back and forth. And it's like the thing that I'm looking at is, you know, is my trophy stuff going to roll over to that or am I going to lose all my trophies? And then suddenly I have because I have over I have close to believe uh, over 2000 trophies on PlayStation. And it's like I don't want to suddenly go down and say, you know even though that they're, you know, it's a trophy that's not real, but isn't real, but isn't, but really is, but isn't, but really is. <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, level, so I'm yeah. almost level 20 on trophies, so I'm yeah. there. So, I mean, I don't want to try to pull that back up. I mean, that, that that's, you know, 10 years of, of me playing PlayStation games. Um, I don't want to lose lose that status, per se. That that's, uh, your, that's your gamer dick, is what that is. That's how big your gamer dick is. Like, come on, like that's thump like two thousand trophies. Look how big it is. It's veiny. Like that's like that's that's what it. Like, and if you say like, oh yeah, well you can change your name, but your dick's gonna get smaller. Like no, no, thank you. I'll keep my old name. Like you know. Yeah. They- <laughs> Yeah. I'm not denying that. Exactly. No, that reminds me of a joke, which I will not tell. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, let, let's just say – Join the Discord say, for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, join the Discord for that. Let, let, let you, let's just say that guy walks in. He's got a stuttering problem. The, uh, the doctor finds out that it's because he's got this big dick. So he says, we're just going to take off a little bit and, and blah, 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 and you'll be fine or whatever. So the guy's like, you know, thank you. and. And, you know, and guy walks out after the surgery, goes up, finds a girl, brings her back, finds out he's got like a two inch snub, you know, and it's like, what's, what's going on? Goes back up to the doctor. He's like, what the hell's going on? I can talk normal, but my, my dick is small. The doctor looks at him and goes, fuck you. Wow. That was, that was like a speed joke. That was awesome. Yeah. I've never heard that joke before. That was a good one. I don't know why it's so funny and why I remember it, but it's just. Um, <laughs> so, <Fuck> you. <laughs> wow, we've made a lot of dick references in this in this episode. Uh, <laughs> but um, I completely forgot what I was going. Oh, so the question I have about this is: being able to change your name on the PSN, big deal or 
not really care. Who cares? Uh, personally, uh, don't really care. I'm fine with my gamer tag, um, but I've, I've, it is a big deal for the community. I've seen multiple stories where it kind of like I said, like like you mentioned, it's all our all our purchases are tied to that. If I was to lose my gamer tag in the situations I've seen where people have, let's be honest, when we, when we came up with our gamer tags or our nicknames, we weren't that creative, right? Mm-mm. So no, I, honestly, I I didn't even like put two thoughts into it of like this name is gonna follow me you know, through my PlayStation journey, I guess, or, you know, gaming journey of this console. Um, because I honestly, I truly didn't understand what online gaming meant because remember I, you know, Steve and I, and, and Jesus, I, I don't know if I think maybe you were getting to the tail end of it. We grew up with dialogue. <laughs> no, I, I, I did too. Yeah. I mean, Dial-up. so, I mean, to, to, to come over and say, Oh, we're going to have this gig of speed and we're going to have this, this fast speed and be able to play online, you're like, oh yeah, okay, sure, because I know how long it takes, you know, AOL to boot up and you have the dial up, and mm-hmm. it, you know, for me to get a picture to download takes three minutes, and it's like there's no way that this is ever going to, you know, like we, I don't think we fully understood the concept of of that, so it's just like, okay, I mean, big deal, you know, that name, but that's gonna go off into obscurity sooner or later. Yeah. Hey, that one hour it took to download those pair of digital boobs took forever it was oh, worth man. it that was the best hour <laughs> waiting <laughs> you could just see it go line by line like almost there i could almost there boobs on the etch sketch go right ahead they just always come out square <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know when i was when i was making gamer tags um it it didn't cross my mind that this was something that at one day someone was, was going to need to get my attention online over a voice thing and need to know what to call me. Right. My, my yeah. gamer tag, like what it's, it's Steve zero, but it's, it's stupid lead speak nonsense with like letters and numbers and, and it's all capital and lowercase just nonsense. Cause it was just like, it was more like, a um, something to see than something to read. And so nowadays when I go on, like, uh, recently when I've been on Sea of Thieves, um, like pe- some people figure it out and call me Steve. Other people could just figure out the other half of it and just call me zero. And I'm like, you know, for, for those people on, on the PlayStation network that their, their, uh, their name, uh, their network ID, whatever it's called is something messed up like that. And, and it doesn't make sense in the current gaming culture. That's really cool that they get to change it. And that's awesome. Um, if it, if your name is already something that makes sense, like your card dude, 420 or, you know, whatever, it's like, all right, that's who cares. That's fine. You don't need to change it to, to 69 card dude, 420. Like nobody cares, but, hey, but yeah, for, the day, of re- the day like, of redemption is at hand for those guys that just hit the default, their user, you know, their, their name is user four, nine, six, nine, three, nine, four. Oh, the best know? ones. No, Ouch. the best ones are like capital X, lowercase X, oh. shadow ninja. Yeah. four twenty sixty nine. Lower X, capital X. Star, Tildy, star, star, Tildy. Yeah. <laughs> That's nonsense. So, no, no, yeah. Like, like it's, it's good because there, there's there been, like, the, the situations I've seen uh, a lot are those that have had those, with with the new policy changes within the last couple of years, is all those, uh, well, inappropriate gamer tags. And, you know, you, you'll lose your, you lose your account and everything that was tied to that. So every, every single dollar you synced into your account is gone 
Oh, that's and, crazy. And then there's nothing you can do with it. And I, it, it's not, it's been multiple times that it's happened to multiple people. And sometimes Sony can't really do anything about it because it's against their uh, terms of service. Well, yeah. well I, I will be changing. I know that I will be trying to change my name because my PSN is the only account that I have that's not, that's not, you know, you know, mirroring my, all my other accounts. So, um, you know, my my gamer tag is, um, is is bacon and cupcake, which is um, our my wife's and my nicknames for each other. Um, but Nerd. everything else is fuzzy bacon. Mm-hmm. She 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 ended up buying me a 360, and uh, she said, you know, for you to go online, um, you need to. Uh, we're, we're gonna put it together because she wants to play also so mm-hmm. it was bacon and cupcake um so it's fine um, so obviously my nickname is is bacon not cupcake <laughs> though i will find it funny for the guys that do like message me sometimes i do get this sometimes and think i'm a chick which is kind of funny um <laughs> What's up, at, cupcake? at one point i was just like you know what i'm gonna roll with this so i made like my whole profile all the pink color and all of that <laughs> and, you know whatever it's funny. but um but everything else has been fuzzy bacon, uh, you know, from my, my Twitter handle to um, just other things. And uh, look for him, fuzzy bacon on all social medias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And, uh, you know, and then on PlayStation, it's D Shibby, you know, because I couldn't think of anything. And literally the reason that I put that in there was the night before I got my PlayStation 3, I watched Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> and they said shibby all the time and then i'm like okay i'm gonna put shibby in and they're like oh you can't have shibby i'm like okay so i'm just gonna put d as dan for you know d yeah. shibby and i'm like oh okay that's stuck or that took so i'm like okay and i'm like so i've been d shibby 0925 for the beginning of time with the psn and it's like i i hate it yeah nobody calls me that on like, on they're uh... just like yeah uh, what i've seen a lot on xbox is you see a lot of um like spartan halo spartan you know like it, it's all it's all halo references but i've uh, but not not in a halo game and that's really weird <laughs> yeah anyways um, cool man so so, I mean, so they get me, to change to me it's i think cool. it's a i think it's a cool thing but i don't think it's the it, okay cool you can change the name it's like i don't i don't understand the whole like and don't get me wrong. Like okay, I'm D should be okay if that's what I'm stuck with. That's what I'm stuck with. I'm still playing my games and, and whatever. Um, well, you but, know, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you real quick. Where this does make sense is for people whose job it is to be online, right? If you yeah. are if you are a known you know YouTuber person, if you're a Twitch person, and you need all of your stuff to line up like you need if if you if you are fuzzy bacon here you need to be fuzzy bacon everywhere so that people everywhere. can find you and so if you made that mistake yep. years ago of like you spelled it different or it's a completely different name it can be like oh i'm fuzzy bacon find me here 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 oh but on on playstation it's d shibby for some reason don't ask me why okay go back you know it's so yeah, for it, it, it throws it off yeah so for the for the newer like online children that are coming into the world where having an online persona can be important this is this is really really awesome so like but beyond that i'm just kind of like that's eh, cool i get i don't know i come from xbox yeah. and you've been able to do it for a long time so i don't really my my yeah. my chips aren't in this game hey and 
speaking of Xbox. Yes. Nice. Xbox, we're going to get into. See, I'm getting good at this. You're man. killing it, man. You're uh, killing it. Speaking of Xbox, uh, they made an announcement, and I'm not sure how much I really like it um, or how much it's actually really going to work. Um, but we'll talk about it. So they have announced their streaming service, and I believe it's called xCloud. Uh, yes, xCloud. Yes. So this is, you can play Xbox games on all types of devices from iPads to other tablets to your phone. Um, all of that. It reminds me a lot of the PlayStation now streaming service that the PlayStation has. Um, but I know that that's only limited to certain devices that you can do. Um, and it's supposedly going to be, I don't know if it's the whole library or if it's just going to be partial library of Xbox one games. Um, I don't know if they've announced if they've gotten that deep into the announcements yet. Yeah. But they did talk that they are working on it and it's coming out very soon. So there is going to be a subscription base for it. I believe, I don't think it's going to be per game, which the reason I'm bringing this up one, I think it's awesome that they're going to be able to bring that type of service to, uh, to the Xbox. But on the other end of that is, is what we talked about in our last podcast or our last episode was, are they making the move to go just a subscription based service and not worry about hardware anymore? Or, I mean, or how do we want to put that? I don't want to say not worry about hardware, but the focus is on hardware is not as prevalent as it was 10 years ago. I mean, they do seem to be putting themselves in the position to no longer need to worry about the hardware and just need to focus on the software or the games, right? Like, cause they, they've been buying up game, um, uh, makers. What's it called? Game, uh, say again, studios, studios. studios. Yes. Game studios. They've been buying up game studios left and right. And so, Hopefully, in the next you know three to five years, Microsoft is just gonna be crapping out games left and right. They're like, you know, only Microsoft, Xbox, blah, blah blah, game, 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 and you know that might be too little, too late. And if they don't have the 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 hardware base set up, that's that's all for naught, right? So if they go yeah. this direction instead and say. What, what hardware do you, it doesn't matter what hardware you have. You've got a phone. If you have an Xbox, great. If you have a whatever, like you can just stream this stuff now with a subscription. That makes total sense. I, I wouldn't doubt if Microsoft said, um, you know what? We, we're still going to sell Xboxes, but essentially they're just like streaming machines. Like you don't install games on them anymore. You don't, you know, any of that stuff. Um, it's just a way to get our service. I, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. And then everything just streams back towards their X cloud. You buy a game, you have access it, access to it on the X cloud. You can play it on all your devices. Uh, move to the Netflix model, right? Like you have a subscription and you just, you know, wherever you can, that's where you play. Um, Absolutely. I, I, that wouldn't, uh, that makes total sense to me. Like they're, they're losing the fight. They have the, the best box of nuts and bolts out there. Nobody cares because the games aren't there. And so maybe, and maybe that's, maybe they're shifting things. They, they found out in the back end, like, Hey, we can make this awesome box, but we don't have the games. You know, it, when we do have the games, it's, it's going to be too late. The market share is going to be moved to Nintendo and, uh, 
and Sony. So like, how do we shift this? How do we spin this? Or, or even to the point that, I mean, you do have some people, you do have, a, you do have a, a demographic of people that say, okay, I do want the best and awesomest console, the most powerful console. But then you got what I'm thinking is probably the bulk of gamers that says, I don't care what I play it on. Just give me the game so I can play it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play it on my phone. I don't care. Fortnite. Yeah. Who cares? Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you, you, that that's the weird thing is that you're kind of looking at, you know, Fortnite started out as a completely different game. And this whole yeah. battle royal thing was, was an experiment that they did. Remember the battle royal was supposed to be a limited time thing. Yeah. It was like, the, it was, it, it was the bait to get people to buy the real game. <laughs> Correct. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like, you know, the whole the whole actual aspect of what Fortnite should have been or what they wanted it to be is completely gone. Failed. It like, failed. It's completely gone. Yeah. The the save the world part. I don't think if you asked I don't think if you asked three quarters of the people, if not ninety percent of the people that play Fortnite for, for what it is right now could tell you the story of what's going on and save the world part of Fortnite. The most those people I mean, you had to you had to buy that version. Nobody I mean yeah. the the 20 people that bought it they know, but everyone else who got the free battle royale like why why would they care? Yeah. They're running around yeah. shooting things like it doesn't matter. It's it's a t- completely different animal. And and you know to and their then, benefit like they found something that worked. That's that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, and then from there it's the you know, then it's the, oh, well, we have that. And then, well, you can buy it on PlayStation, you can buy it on Xbox, you can buy it on, on PC. But then, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to now make it on tablets. And now we're going to make it on cell phones. Oh, yeah, and by the way, it's going to be free on Switch. When they started saying, oh, it's coming off of just the consoles, mm-hmm. and it's going to be on your phone, it's going to be on this. I mean, the 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 orders for different skins and, and the season passes, I mean, it just exploded, mm-hmm. exploded. I mean, this, this company is a got rich overnight, you know, yeah. type sort of thing. And, I mean, not that they didn't put any hard work. Obviously, they put a hell of a lot of hard work into the game. And I think that that's why, you know, you always got to go back to the to the 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 original people. Not the original people, but, you know, you go PUBG. Hmm. PUBG came out and said, you got to buy the game first. That was their mistake. Yeah. That was PUBG's mistake right then and there. Because PUBG is now mobile and all mm-hmm. of that um and console uh, and supposedly PUBG is coming out to playstation the you know I'm, I'm sorry that's the other thing too is yeah you have microsoft and it's it's and it's a very very tempting thing as a small developer to try to say okay i want to get on a on a on a first party studio basis of of you know per se like microsoft or sony and nintendo but you realize that it you, you, you pigeonhole yourself by saying, okay, we're going exclusively to Microsoft, whether it's a timed exclusive or not, you mm-hmm. pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I think the missteps, ha- missteps happen. You had a game that was out for 20 or $30, whatever it was, it was in early development for years for, for a crazy amount of years of early development. And then you pigeonhole yourself by saying, we're only going to go time exclusive. And then you have a company that basically came out and said, we're going to take your same exact idea. We're going to put our characters in it. We're going to make it brighter. And we're going to make it a little bit more goofier. Oh, yeah. And by the way, it's going to be fucking free to everybody on every platform here. Look, we're putting it in the new Jordans and you can put it on the you can play it on the bottom of your shoe, you know, because <laughs> you can. And if you want that little bit of extra stuff, the stuff that you really don't need, 
but you know that you really kind of want it and we're going to market it perfectly for 20 bucks or for 30 bucks here every however many months you're just going to have to renew it for this and, and people the, just throw money at that and the They're new bonus throwing money and the new bonus that we got recently is that you can play with anyone anywhere yes mm. it doesn't matter they're yeah. they're the first company that made every single competitor finally buckle down and let you play with anyone it's anywhere. Crazy. It's so good. And I'm ex- I am so happy about that. Yeah, there's so many people that are so happy about that. Um, so, you know, I know that we got way off topic because we were talking about the cloud service, but once again, you know, I went back and I started, re- I listened to what we talked about last episode, Steve, and I, I think it's going to be inevitable. I think this whole thought process of, you know, CD-based games, physical-based games are are, are going to be going out on the wayside by like cartridge games were. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to be this whole immersion of, of stream to, if you want to buy the digital license copy of it so you can download it so you can play it offline or something. But I think you're right. I think it's, it's sooner or later we're just going to have these machines that say, here's your portal to, you know, here's your portal to um, a thousand games. Sure. And now, pick the one that you want to play. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, remember the, the book and the movie Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and if you really think about it, I don't know about you, but that kind of thought process of, being able to jump into a world like the like the Animus was, or not the Animus, wow, that's, that's great. like the Oasis, <laughs> like the Oasis is, um, I think would be great. You can create your avatar, and at any point you can pull up any movie that you would want to listen to or watch, or you want to, you know, you have schools that you can go to, you can go to reference books, you can go to web pages. I mean, all of that, that just sounds, it sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to throw up spoiler. So spoiler right now, because there's this one part at the end of the book, um, that basically says, you know, when, um, uh, God, what the hell is his name? Uh, what the hell is the main character's name? Uh, Parzival. Yeah. Uh, Parzival. Uh, you know, he becomes the owner of, of the Oasis, you know, and I know it said in the movie too. You know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever it was, it's, you're not allowed to go in it. Like, <laughs> shut it's down. shut down. Yeah. It's shut down for maintenance. So people still have the real life to go out to, so people are not living in it. But I do see that type of world. I do see that type of immersion of something happening where it's just everything is just going to combine into this massive database that people, yeah, you throw on some some goggles or, or you throw on a TV or, or whatever it is. And you just throw yourself into this world, and that's what games are going to be. That's what entertainment's going to be. And and we're getting there every closer every year. Like it's we've everything just getting there, just little by little. It's something like as kids we would have we we loved it, and we were thinking it was going to be sooner. Like we hoped it was going to be sooner, but it was just in our dreams. But it's such it's so much more feasible and tangible now. Mm-hmm. Like I like within probably. Like saying ten years, it's gonna be bonkers. I mean, look look at look yeah. at Nintendo in the early '80s to Xbox and PlayStation late '90s. That's twenty years of trying to develop. 
And then, so then you go 18 years in the 2000s. And I'm telling you, the, the, the things that we went from um, the, where we were at 18 years ago to where we're at now is so much more advanced and accelerated of what we've been able to prove and do than what took 20 years to where we got from the 80, from you know the late 80s or early 80s to the late 90s, yeah. if you really think about it. The, the shift from 2D to 3D, huge. Like that was, that was Absolutely. such, such a milestone. And, uh, and really like to a certain extent, we've just been refining that ever since and just getting it better and better and better with every year, every iteration, every game, just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, man, it's, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where we have an oasis per se, something where you have, a uh, an avatar that lives in a world, but I can definitely see us as a society moving more towards um, it being, you know, quote unquote normal to live your life online and not in a real life um, to like the uh, chat rooms, discord, um, YouTube, uh, Reddit, all of these different places are used to communicate with each other. Um, uh Tutorials on YouTube have taught me more than books have in the past, you know, 10 years. Um, like I think back to high school or elementary school, I need to find out something. Well, there's some encyclopedias on the shelf. Go open them up. Like that's so archaic versus what we have now where we have, you know, up to the minute, up to the date, um, reference materials essentially for free. Um, I, I know there is cost involved to, you know, for, for data and all that, but there are ways around that and, you know, ways to share, but, but just, just the fact that it's okay, right. That you can work from home on your computer. You can communicate with your friends on your computer. And when I say computer, I mean, any device that's in front of you, an iPhone, a tablet, uh, a PC, and to, to shift gaming into that world or have that world shift into gaming is only a natural progression. Um, I, Absolutely. To, to have like, just look at discord and how we, you can use that to just as a, as a chat room to just talk to people. And you can also use it to, to vocally talk to people while playing a game at the same time. And you, you're in the same space, just kind of a little bit, you know, a little well, bit different. Look at, look at something like Spotify integration on that right now. I could put up, pull up my Spotify, um, and I can play a song on my computer and then literally I can say, okay, add it. And then anybody that I'm friends with or that's in my channel, mm-hmm. you can hop on and you can listen what I'm listening to. That's crazy. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and again, like it, that's great that you brought up uh, Spotify subscription service that gives you a portal into anything that you want, right? You, you pay a monthly yeah. fee, listen to whatever you want. And that's, it's only natural that games move in that direction. Um, I don't care about a circular plastic disc with zeros and ones on it. I really don't. I will lose that. I will break that. Give me access to the game. I will give you money. Here is money at my own zeros and ones that equal money. I will give these to you. I just want to play games. And to, to circle back around, Microsoft is, is jumping the gun on that and saying, you know, Hey, let's create that service. Let's create like it's been tried before, but now we really have the technology for it. Let's go wide scale. Let's let's hit the ground running. Let's see what we can do with it. And that's kind of exciting. And it's also exciting that it's not going to be exclusive to just the Xbox, right? You have to buy the yes. Xbox to get the service. No, 
you get the service and it's available on, you know, several different platforms. And that is the key. That's the winner, winner, chicken dinner right there is that you don't have to buy the Xbox. You just get the subscription and then whatever you can play it on, you play it on. And I think that to them, that's like, that's the magic thing. That's the key. That's the thing that's going to make it work. And that's the thing that's going to make Sony scramble to catch up and Nintendo um, go, what is this again? Friend codes? What What are you guys doing? And that's going to be no. great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, you know, I mean, can, can we finally do it? You know, after, after, let's see, June, July, August, September, October. What is it, six months? Are we don't, are we, we, six months, five months, something like that? Uh, can we actually clap for something Xbox has done? Uh, hey, yes, let's do it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I, don't, don't clap. Don't clap. They haven't done it yet. yet. They just announced that they could do it. <laughs> let's see. Let's see how, no, let's I, see how well they do. I, I, let's see how well they do. I, I, do, I don't, um, I don't want to rag on, on Xbox. And, and I know that sometimes that we do or whatever, because it's always easy to beat up on, on me, um, per se, the, the non, the strong part, but, sure. uh, Xbox has had a lot of missteps this generation. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mistakes, a lot of backpedaling. Um, I do have to give it up, you know, my opinion to, to Phil Spencer. I mean, he is, he took basically what was a laughing stock and, 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 People can get mad at me about this one or whatever like that. Don Matrick, he was he was a moron. I hated every single time that he was up there for Xbox. I couldn't stand it. He had that goofy fucking smile smirk on his face. That you just wanted to punch off of him. I'm sorry. He pissed he pissed me off. It was Wait, just who like, was who was that again? The guy with Don the beard? Matrick? No, Don Matrick was the guy that would get up there and he would be like and Xbox is the greatest place to play. And I'm going to give you now a really stupid fuck up smirk smile at you. That Told made you. Him, that made him look like, um, what is it? I, I used this before. It was that it looked like he got hit in the face with a shovel and his face never went back normal <laughs> when he would smirk like that. Oh, <laughs> that's so mean. I, know what you're about now. Never mind. Oh my I don't God. know why that, I don't know why that hit me, but yeah, I know what you're I talking about now. Mean, when that fucker would get on on stage and I just I couldn't stand it because he just every single thing would have been like Xbox is now white and it comes in a black case shit eating grin towards PlayStation. You know, it's like I couldn't stand it. Like I couldn't stand listening to him. I hated listening to him. And then he gets up there and they're like, they're like, well, you're saying that the Xbox one is an all online console. What about people that want to play offline? Well, that's what the Xbox 360 is for. You know what? Yeah, you can jerk me off too, you ass. (laughs) You know, I mean, people want the new system. And basically what you're saying is that if you don't have online service, buy the other weaker, lesser console that we have. You know, it's like, you know, I go, sorry, go, go, whatever. And, and this, I like, I like, I think I got up and I danced the jig the, when I found out that he got fired from Xbox. Like it was like, so obviously, I think I've proven my point about him. But uh, can you can you? <laughs> and um... That was Don Dan's hot take. <laughs> Dan's hot take. I was going to say, take. can you can you just take a second and tell us how you really feel? <laughs> uh, God, oh, I couldn't stand him. God, I couldn't stand it. I could not stand him. Um, and then he left, and then you have, and then you have Phil Spencer that comes up, 
And I, 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 I honestly, I applaud what he's trying to do. Um, for every bad decision or, or mistake that a company makes, it takes it could take years to to um, to correct that. And I think that uh, Phil Spencer has done a lot of correcting, and he's done a lot of smart correcting on the Xbox part. Uh, and I think that now he's at the point now it's the we've gotten done with all of that BS bullshit that started this whole generation. And we're trying to move forward and trying to give people what they want. Look at the backwards capability emulation, you know, on the Xbox. That was something mm-hmm. that people were begging for, begging for. And he got it for them. Yep. Um, you know, the streaming service. He realized the missteps. I, PlayStation now is not the greatest streaming service that's out there. It's not. Or everybody would be doing it on PlayStation, and they're not. Mm-hmm. So he's looked at something, and he's, you know, he's a smart enough businessman to say, okay, well, let's see what they're making a mistake with, and how can we make it better? It might be the same type of platform, might be the same type of thought process, but how can we make it the best way of going about this? And um, so he's really taken the Xbox brand and made it, um, and really done the damage control that he think that he needed to do. And I think that that he's going to be the face of Xbox for a very, very long time. Um, and I and I'm really happy about that. I have a lot of respect for what he's done um, right. for it. Um, and I think if it works, I think it's going to be it's it's going to be a milestone in gaming. I really do. Here you can get all the games that you needed this high power console for, but you can stream them on a on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Very excited for that. Yeah. And especially if if you know all the the cloud stuff, the uh, you know your save games go back and forth. You know all that you know typical cloud Absolutely. stuff. All that's integrated. You you you're on your commute. You're playing your Fallout, and then you go to work. You put that away. You come home. You want now you want to play it on your big screen. You just start it right up, and it just keeps going. Like stuff like that. Like why wouldn't people? Why wouldn't any self respecting gamer just say, "Of course I'm going to do that." Right? Like it just makes sense. It just works. <laughs> it, absolutely, it absolutely does it, it really does now just now just think you know can we dream you know that we will live in a world that you know we can play all games across all platforms across anybody that has a platform and we don't have this silly thing called the console wars anymore mm-hmm. hashtag bring them together I'm, I'm starting it right now did you just hashtag, start a hashtag i just started a hashtag hashtag bring them together Ooh, i like it I like it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it, and I think that if the streaming service does work for, for Xbox, they're going to have a very, very attractive buying offer for Nintendo and uh, PlayStation and Sony to really look at and say, how can we maximize on this? How can we all make money doing this? Because people will throw millions upon millions, if not billions of dollars, at sure, of course. this type of of platform to be able to play games. In my opinion, I would. Yeah, I would. I would say sign me up. Well, like uh, so recently, I I did the um, uh, the 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 Microsoft um, what's it called the the you, the the monthly fee and you get games whatever whatever the service is called. Games um, with gold. No, no, game, uh, no, that's no, I, or, uh, game pass, game pass, game pass. Thank you. Um, so recently I did game pass and I kept it going because it was affordable. And so just the other day 
I popped on and I was like, oh, look at that. There's a new Forza was released. That's cool. And then every now and then I just hop over to the Game Pass, you know, tab that's on my dashboard now. And I go, oh, it it was part of that. I I didn't even know. Download immediately. (laughs) Like, and that was, that was super cool. That was, that was like a great moment. That's like when you walk into uh, well, people aren't going to get this reference. It's like when you walk into a video store and you're in the in the the movie that you didn't know you wanted was sitting right there on the shelf, and you go, "Oh, look, that was easy." Um, you know, it was just like, "Wow, it's it's there, it's available." The, I didn't even video know. Video store. Video store. Yes, video, video store. store. People are going to learn what a video store is when they watch Captain Marvel next year because it's set in the nineties, <laughs> <laughs> and she crash lands into yeah, a blockbuster. No, um. So, anyways, so Forza, real quick, I also played Forza this week. Or Forza Forza Horizons Four is that what it is? That the full yeah. title? I had never played a Horizons uh, game. I've played uh, Forza games before, and um, man, I've got a long story about Forza and how it saved my life. But I don't know if I want to tell that story right now. Or it, I mean, we're already at an hour and twenty. Um, I can I can tell that I'll tell that story next next week. But Horizons is cool. I haven't gotten far enough into Horizons to like unlock everything. You know, like how it took me 15 hours in Assassin's Creed. Like, oh, now I'm ready to play the game. Like all the stuff's ready to go. It's still like stepping me through and unlocking things. And that's because, you know, one took, you know, 90 hours to download. Um, and two, you know, it, it, it's walking you through the, the steps of, the, you know, it's this race type, that race type and all that. But I've yep, been able to, yep, yep. to jump in a car and drive around Britain a bit. And it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's if you're into those kind of games, this is one of those kind of games, and it seems like it's got a lot of potential, a lot of a lot of fun um, racing time in there. The other thing before we all say goodbye is uh, I got the uh, Destiny Two expansion for Saken. Um, Second, I did too. Yeah, I, I, I've 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 played enough okay, of it. Fine, I did too. Oh, we all did. <laughs> We're forsaken buddies. It it, it dragged me back in. It did it. It I don't know how, but it it got me back in. If, if, uh, if Odyssey hadn't come out and if, um, 76 wasn't on the, Fallout 76 wasn't on the horizon, I would dive deeper into Destiny 2 right now because it seemed like it's a new game. They, they refined so much and I've, I've played so little. I, I played like the, the intro thing where you, where Cade mm-hmm. dies, spoilers, not really. And then like one other little like main mission, but just like the things that they've done to just help the players have fun <laughs> are just phenomenal. And so That's good. I, I can't wait to like dive back into that. It probably won't be until like, you know, Christmas time or something until I really have the time to do it because other games have priority. Um, no, you won't. Yeah, you're gonna be Fallout 76. So I'm gonna every, be, all day, every day. I'm gonna be 76 in a lot. Um, we. Oh man. <laughs> there we go. We got, you gotta start that one. 76 in. Hey man, what'd you do last night? I was 76 in with my old lady. Oh man, that sounds gross. What'd you do to each other? Played Fallout. W- wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Oh. Uh, man, we, there's there's so much Fallout news dropped, and I I feel like I feel like we're out of time. <laughs> are we well, are we gonna we keep going have, we, we, we can cover have. that we can cover that on the next one okay because so. yeah the this we might get more this 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 might be really good because uh i heard select people on the xbox are getting a pre-beta beta this weekend um mm-hmm. yeah. so some more information should drop this weekend about stuff and then next week we can talk about 
um, the big event that they held and like all the, all the YouTube streamers and all the, the game places all got to play for three hours. And so there's a ton of information now about the game, gameplay, how it's going to go and all that. So we can, we can cover all that stuff, uh, next week. I think that sounds good. Awesome. Well, I think that will do it for us, uh, this week, uh, on the Save Point podcast. Um, make sure to check out uh, the Convoluted podcast, which is Jesus's other one, and the Science Faction podcast, which is Steve's other podcast that he does. Uh, find you guys on iTunes and Google and all those fun places and all of that. Awesome. Sure. Um, check out uh, the the episode uh, of um, why can't I think of it? Oh, uh, a podcast about something. Um, once again, great guys. I talked about them the past couple of times. Um, but podcast about something, uh, the second, uh, the second part of it's going to be going up soon. Uh, he's going to give me a date when that is. And once I, once that happens, I will let you know. Uh, but, uh, the first one, um, I think it's, it's very good. It was very well put together. He did all the editing Calvin did and, and it's very well put together. Uh, and if you like football, they talk a lot of football on, on the uh, podcast about something. So, um, so you got that. Um, once again, join our discord. Uh, you can find it, find the link anywhere uh, on the Podbean site or the YouTube site, or not YouTube, the iTunes site and the Google site, all of that. Um, and I think that that will do it for us. So everybody have a good, good week and until uh, next time. Good night.